up y'all <laughs> that gets me I don't know why that gets me every time it's your boy the one and only A-Switch aka the motherfucking uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Captain <laughs> aka the Buttermilk Bastard aka the Komaki Tiger Dropper aka the undisputed, undefeated, uncontested social distancing champion. Bringing you yet another episode of Switch of Sights, episode 120. Let me say that again. <laughs> 120. <laughs> um, well, damn. I don't know what to say. Um, nothing I guess but um yeah man pretty interesting episode today of course one of the uh uh dare I say not necessarily important but um is pivotal strong pivotal maybe too strong as well one of the probably notable events at least specifically for PlayStation um PlayStation showcase, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but first off, let's, um, gotta give a shout out to, um, Sega Dreamcast. Uh, it's their, <laughs> oh, I don't want to say it. They're like, they're like 20, 21, 22. Uh, that just feels weird, man. Shout out to PlayStation. I mean, <laughs> Dreamcast. <laughs> it's kind of funny I said it because that's, I think, technically what killed the Dreamcast, the Sega Dreamcast, was the PlayStation 2. Ultimately, in terms of like sales and what whatnot. I'm sorry, Dreamcast. That was not an intentional dunk. That was an accidental dunk. There's a difference. Um. Yeah, man. Ugh. Dreamcast came out nine nine ninety nine. I'll never forget. Um, had the damn uh, what what what, <laughs> what do you call it? The um, you know, my dad got me the damn uh the console, got me the games. I think what came out on release that I played specifically, um, zombies Re- zombie revenge. Dynamite Cop, uh, Soul Fucking Caliber. Of course, gotta do it. Soul, Soul Caliber. Um, I, I think there were other ones. I just don't recall, or at least I didn't get those at launch. Oh, Sonic Adventure. Pretty sure I got Sonic Adventure too. Um, just thinking back, man. It's just, yeah, that console was just ahead of its time. It really was. It really was. It had, uh, I think it was the first console to technically have internet or, you know, internet modem before a PlayStation like implemented theirs. It's just so much. It was so much that was going for Dreamcast. Just people didn't gravitate towards it. It's this tragic. It really is. It really is. 
But either way, pour one out for the Sega Dreamcast. 20, yeah, that make it 22. I believe, yeah, 22. Man. Oh, that is weird, man. It's like a <laughs> console is like that old, but hey. Just, just reminders of how old we are, I guess. But either way. Uh, with that aside, I mean, the world still sucks. <laughs> of course. Um, man, I, I heard some really surprising news like that uh, apparently, in terms of deaths uh, from, of course, the uh, virus that uh, shall not be named is, um, I think, getting up there to like. The, the unfortunate events of nine eleven and it's it is crazy man how that is like that is like still going on right now and like <sighs> it's like what do you even <sighs> still blows my mind but uh depressing <laughs> facts aside um yeah I think we have a pretty interesting episode today uh, I ain't gonna lie. This is probably gonna be like, <laughs> I might as well put my Sony pony hat on because this is damn near a, f- a Sony, uh, news filled, uh, episode, but you know what? Hey, there've been times I showed, of course, love, admiration, appreciation for the Xbox as well as the Nintendo switch. So even the PC into some aspects as well. So, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, I don't discriminate. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why that kind of got second. But I, let me leave it alone. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Um, yeah. So of course, biggest event of the uh, week by far, dare I say month, um, PlayStation showcase, uh, premiered or, um, showed itself, <laughs> uh, earlier today, uh, watched with some friends in discord and, um, yeah, man, it's, uh, overall, I don't know, at least initially thinking about it. Yeah, I think what, what is kind of uh, detracting me from the my overall rating, which I guess we'll probably should save towards after everything's been all said and done. But yeah, it was, um, I don't know. There were some uh, mishaps, which I, I'll get into um, as we as we further talk about it. But um, nonetheless, yeah, let's get, let's just get into it at this point. Um, I'm not going to go in chronological order with uh, everything that was announced. I will, uh, probably hop, hop back and forth in terms of the, uh, everything that was announced, um, specifically, uh, at least starting off first and foremost, um, was Forspoken. So this was, uh, the, um, I don't think it had a name yet or did it, it might've had a name, but basically it was, uh, this new IP from uh, square Enix, uh, that I think they showed at the PS five event, the PS five, like I think reveal event, I want to say, 
uh, or maybe there was another one. I don't recall, but either way, uh, it was this game for soaking. It looked like a mix between at least from personal experience, like devil may cry. And I hate this even put it in that box, but devil may cry meets, ah, what's a good, like, I guess specifically like the platformy like elements remind me a lot of devil may cry. That's specifically what's giving me devil may cry vibes. But I mean, in terms of its flair and flashiness in terms of like the artistic design as well does, um, does also give me those, those similar vibes as well. But it's, it was, it was super weird. It's, <laughs> it started off as, is what looked like, seemed like a uh, life is strange. The next, whatever the next sequel was for that game, but then it wasn't. And then it actually came to be like forespoken, um, which is crazy, but it looks, it looks pretty dope. It looks pretty dope. Let me skim through, uh, skim through some of the video real quick just to get a refresh. Yeah, she got like the purple hair. She uh Yeah, she she got like modern day clothes. I think that was the biggest one. She had modern day clothes, which she least Yeah, that that was probably the biggest, I don't know, <laughs> red herring to make you think it was a life uh life is strange. Uh at least the artistic artistic design looked very similar to that, but um, yeah. And then it was this portal and then she goes in this portal and then it's now a mythical world. Yeah. It's funny. It's kind of similar to, um, uh, what is it? Final F- chaos. Re- no, that's I think the DLC to final fantasy 14. I'm gonna just say chaos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Chaos, final fantasy chaos. That's what it should be called at this point. That's what it's commonly just associated with. But yeah, now it's like if, if you get like some Harry Potter type vibes um, as someone who's not like fully into the mythical aspect of uh, a lot of games, if anything. But yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah, like she seems to have gotten some portal into medieval times kind of now. So it's interesting. It looks cool. So Forspoken. Did I say it right? Forspoken. I want to do it. Forspoken. <laughs> um, yeah. So that 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 was the only Square Enix. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know morsels we got during this PlayStation event. So kind of makes sense if anything. But uh, not to take away from this game in terms of Square Enix's showings. I think it's exclusive. Or maybe timed. Might be timed. Either way. Um, then they uh, show Project Eve, which I guess this was a project that was in the works since 2019. Uh, I believe this is the first time they showed this. They, uh, yeah, they announced it in 2019. Yeah, I think they finally revealed it. This is by Shift Up, uh, which I believe is a new company. Um, I think is a partial part of the what seems to be the influx of like these new um, 
Chinese uh, companies that are like, you know, bringing in that, that dope ass, uh, the monkey King game with the, the, uh, man, it, it was, and there was like a final fantasy type game with like a mix of a final fantasy type game with a mix of devil may cry as well. And yeah, whatever the initiative is, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> I was getting a lot of, uh, near, near vibes, but it apparently wasn't just the art artistic style and frame rate. And, uh, I don't know the robotic, uh, feel at least specifically near automata was giving me uh, a lot of near vibes. And that's at least what a lot of, um, other folks have been saying too. So I at least don't feel wrong in terms of, I don't like putting games in boxes, but it's like, if you're trying to describe a game to somebody, it's like <laughs> the most accurate way to describe it is to say, Hey, have you played this game before? Yeah, it's probably like that. So, um, look pretty dope. Looked, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, melee combat. You got the flashy dodges. I saw some, um, I don't even know what you call it. It's, I guess it's a generalized term, but you know, <laughs> I like to call it a stylized dodge where, you know, you, uh, you get a hit, you dodge and it's just like, <laughs> Uh, 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 um, a uh, shadow of yourself <laughs> that's right there. And then you're, you're on the other side, um, more or less, but, ah, uh, I'm, I'm digging it though. Let me, let me look at the, a little tidbit just to refresh. Yeah, man, it looks good though. It definitely does. <laughs> Uh, possibly maybe <laughs> be Bayonetta three, but I was like, wait a minute, I've kind of be deceitful, <laughs> Nintendo, um, in terms of their exclusivity with that game. But yeah, heavy near vibes though. It's it's hard to deny, um, which in the best way, in the best way. So cool. Then <laughs> we got Grand Theft Auto Five in Grand Theft Auto Online, um, remastered. Okay. Hey, um, this is not, this is not the game you played in 2014 or 2015. And this is not the game that came out in 2013. This is the game that, that comes out in 2022. Okay. <laughs> you may have played something else like Grand Theft Auto five, but it's not this Grand Theft Auto five. You hear me? It's not this Grand Theft Auto five. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. It's not working. But <laughs> so I don't know, man. I, I, yeah. At this point, it's just like a showing anything, showing anything Grand Theft Auto. That's not Grand Theft Auto six is like a, uh, just a middle finger in the face. I, I feel at this point that, um, yeah, improved <laughs> quote unquote improved graphics, which is like enhanced gameplay. Uh, I mean, I guess the only thing that I could see them add into this version, uh, that's coming also on a series X, of course, as well as the PS five is, um, probably 60 FPS. It seems like that'll be doable with this generation. <laughs> considering this game spawned literally three generations. <sighs> that is, 
It's still surreal to me. Um, but I mean, people keep fucking buying it. So I don't, at the same time, it's like, I kind of get it. But at the same time, it's like, please stop. Please stop. But, uh, you know, <laughs> Rockstar's like, hey, uh, you going to keep, you going to keep this game in the charts. I mean, well, just, we're just going to keep, we're just going to keep giving it to you because you, that's what you want. That's what you want. You're going to get it then. So, uh, man, Jesus, man, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of scared when GTA six comes out at this point. Cause like Jesus, like people going to be like riding, <laughs> like we won a basketball, uh, like our uh, city won a basketball game or something. People, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm a little, I'm a little fearful for, uh, if, and when will we get a uh, GTA six, but Hey, um, you know, if you haven't for some reason been under a rock for like the past eight years, I mean, you got GTA five. Um, if you got a PS five or series X, it's just nothing. It's just the same game. They just porting it. I mean, I, th- I mean, I'm, I'm saying all this, but I mean, I'm not, I'm, uh, I, I, I mean, I am more than likely going to, going to, what is it at this point? Quadruple dip. Um, I'm, I'd be lying to you, uh, if I, uh, said I'm not going to be part of the problem. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It might be, it might be, uh, dependent on if they give you a free character transfer. Cause like I put a lot of time into my character on the Xbox version. Um, and at least after the fact, it seems like the majority of the people are on PlayStation. So I kind of ideally would like to hop over to the PlayStation version and then maybe continue my character from there. But, um, we'll see as long as, especially with the SSD, especially how, uh, long GTA like takes the load. And even though they did have that recent development, we talked about uh, a while back in terms of um, <laughs> them doing a simple co- uh, code uh, code bracket adjustment, <laughs> and now the game loads much quicker. So on, that on top of the SSD storage, I could see um, being a pretty pretty dope benefit. So <sighs> it's crazy. The game is still like at least in the top twenty five, which is maybe it's hackers. It's just maybe people that are hacking or exploiting the game and they're getting banned and they keep buying it because they want to keep playing it. That's gotta be, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, also pretty big surprise actually. And I don't think anybody really suspected this or this fortunately wasn't leaked or anything like that, but star Wars Knights of the old Republic is getting remade uh, for the PlayStation five and PC. Um, I've uh, heard a lot of good, good things about this game, you know, back on uh, the OG three Xbox days and um, never, never gave it a shot. But uh, at least now it's probably more good than any um, that uh, at least when, when I don't think we got a release date anyway, but whenever it does come out, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Um, I think it's timed 
It's a timed exclusive. Yeah, they use the weird, <laughs> weird marketing terminology. Um, it's a console exclusive on PlayStation 5 at launch. So if you read between the lines, it's definitely a timed exclusive to uh, the PS5 and eventually come with like, you know, uh, old uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to bullshit some, some, some addition, but I don't, I'm not familiar with the, the characters in the, in the game. So I'm not going to attempt, I'm not going to attempt to, to look dumb. Um, the game may still be part of legends rather than the current Disney air cannon. Uh, but it's unclear. Cause I think, yeah, and I, I recall this one of like the bullet points of the game, if you will, is that this game was, you know, officially canon in the star Wars, uh, you know, mythology, um, you know, back in the day, but you know, <laughs> considering at least as somebody who's very, very novice in terms of the star Wars knowledge and whatnot, um, of it having like, you know, being retconned to oblivion in a lot of aspects. Um, um, uh, <laughs> um, excuse me, uh, Han Solo, uh, he shot that stormtrooper. Um, if you got the, uh, the, the DVD version, uh, no, I don't think so. Um, actually, uh, he gets shot by, uh, by, by the stormtrooper. So that's technically inaccurate. And then that causes a whole anomaly and <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll definitely give it a shot. I want to see more. Uh, I don't think we technically necessarily saw gameplay. We just saw the trailer teaser trailer, but we'd like to see, uh, kind of improvements would be kind of dope to, as somebody who hasn't necessarily played the original one, if there is an option to an option to like do the, uh, Halo, um, Halo, uh, anniversary collection toggle. I, I feel like there's a, there should be a generalized term for it, but the retro, I guess, retro toggle in terms of, uh, swapping, uh, to the, 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 um, the original engine in terms of graphics and stuff. And then you could switch it back to kind of get that cool, like kind of <laughs> photo mode aspect vibe of like, you know, out of curiosity, man, what did this game look like? Uh, this whole environment looked like, uh, you know, with the older titles and then, you know, can just do a swiple, <laughs> simple, simple, um, you know, button press to kind of swap between, um, engines of the, you know, old versus the new, which I think is always pretty cool, especially for people who haven't, I guess also people who have, of course, but I think it's more beneficial to people who haven't, um, you know, played the original in its entirety. So cool. Cool. Um, also, uh, uncharted. I think this, this, <laughs> this was like the most poorly kept secret known to man. Uh, I think like the listing got leaked uh, a while back. Uh, at least that it was coming to PC. I'm not sure specifically of the collection aspect of it. But, uh, yeah, this, this game includes uncharted one through five, including the, um, lost legacy DLC. That's, I guess, cl most closely uh, associated with, um, uncharted four. 
and is uh coming early 2022 um to both ps5 and pc so i'm I'm curious i'm very doubtful if they're if they bring the multiplayer back but i'm very doubtful i'll probably just want you to um (laughs) you gonna play you gonna play uncharted 4 multiplayer you gonna like it that's at least um what i assume they they're just saying internally um yeah, brand new remastered bundle includes Uncharted 4, Thieves Sin, including Nathan Drake, blah, blah, blah. Um, Uncharted Legacy of... Well, that's that's the main title. Um, yeah, it looks like... Is it is it only Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy? May, wait a minute. Let's uh, fact check that. It might just be that. I was like, <laughs> that might be too good of a value, but yeah, I guess it's only Uncharted 4 and Locks Lost Legacy. Well, I stand corrected. Scratch that. Uh, that doesn't make it as appealing now, at least personally. It's like Uncharted 4 was good, but I don't know. I don't feel like I'd want to play it again. That's not a game where I was like, Oh, it's up res now. Let me uh play it again now. If it was the whole collection, maybe I would feel more compelled to replay the uh the whole thing. Even though technically, you could get some benefits of playing the um the legacy. I think it's called the legacy collection of one and three on um PS five with the backwards compatibility. I would I would assume so. That's. That's a little disappointing to be honest, but I mean, as somebody who's already played the, the, uh, four and lost legacy, but for anybody who hasn't, especially, um, anybody who hasn't, uh, or doesn't plan to get a console, um, this seems like a pretty good get pretty good get. And then this technically was announced (laughs) like a day or two before, um, I guess showing its face on uh during the PlayStation showcase but Alan Wake remastered Alan Wake remastered Whew. uh I am as a fan at least initially a fan of um Max Payne ugh love it uh I I did get into Alan Wake back in like 2013 I want to say I played uh the original and, um, it was a Xbox live arcade as, um, uh, like side thing, but it, it was kind of canon, but it wasn't, it was kind of weird. Um, I think it was called American nightmare. Um, so, and then, you know, just knowing after that, I was like, oh, that's it, <laughs> which is kind of disappointing. Cause it definitely, I think the original did set itself for a sequel, which at least supposedly, um, rumor has it is in, in, in the works. And I think this is going to be a litmus litmus test of if this game is going to, um, you know, they're going to push through, I think either way, they're probably still going to do it, but just, to maybe, you know, catch people up to speed who haven't played, uh, original Alan Wake games of course, including the DLC for control as well. Um, so <sighs> Alan Wake is back. Yes. 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 
Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy the games back uh, originally. I definitely will want to play them again in a remaster form. They uh, they definitely they revamped the engine. It seems like so the graphics are definitely noticeably better. Um, I think the cutscenes are also altered in terms of being an engine rather than being like um, pre-rendered in terms of that. So sign me up, sign me up anything <laughs> to ultimately, hopefully one day, even though I guess technically it's on in Rockstar's court at this point with um, Max Payne, the Max Payne IP being under them. But we could personally, I really, I really would, you know, we got the matrix resurrections uh, coming back, you know, um, bullet time might be, might be uh, making its renaissance. Uh, I'm just saying <laughs> rockstar. I mean, you could get this dude that'd be like, you know, popping painkillers like it's nothing and, you know, be doing slow-mo dodges. If you just release that, I don't know, maybe just, just do it. Maybe see what happens. I don't, maybe you might, might fuck around and get, might, uh, <laughs> might actually dethrone a uh, GTA five. Oh, that's, that's, that's really ambitious, but Hey, <laughs> one, one can dream, right? One can dream. <laughs> um, yeah. So all in all, very, uh, very happy for, um, remedy to actually, uh, b- be able to bring back out wake after all these years, 11 years. It's crazy. So, um, who, <laughs> who, um, man, I wasn't ready, but, uh, Marvel, um, at least, you know, uh, insomniac, uh, the, you know, flash car came on, and then, then Marvel, and then, you know, it came, showed this bar scene. I'm like, what is this? First, my first thought, I was like, oh, could this be the Punisher? Is the Punisher coming back? I mean, it'd be kind of niche, but I mean, personally, I want it. But um, uh, <laughs> then it goes, uh, cuts this dude on the uh, damn bar counter. He just having to drink mine in his business. He he might have beat, beaten everybody's ass in there, but um you know, he's about to get clapped by this dude that was coming up after getting his ass beat. And then, you know, of course, <laughs> of course, they close in on his hand. Uh, of course, the iconic, iconic claws come out. And I'm like, oh, shit, Wolverine. OK, I'm, I'm all for it. Wolverine having his own original game. I think really the only notable Wolverine only uh, game was I think the one that came out like during the 360 PS3 era uh, with the movie X Men Origins Wolverine, um, which I I've hear is really good. I I need to I need to uh, probably play that at some point, but probably especially now that we are gonna get a uh, a new one. Ah, considering how respectful. Uh, Insomniac has been treating a lot of the Marvel games. Well, at least, you know, Spider-Man so far. Yes. Sign me up, please, please. What are you doing, bub? That's, (laughs) that's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, Hey, shut up, bub. That's, 
that's all I got. Let me let me stop. <laughs> um yes. Wolverine. One stipulation though. Um, because clearly without my stipulation, this game will not be made. I'm sorry, everybody that I've, I, I inconvenienced, but, um, please make this rated M. I think the, the, um, the movie tie in one was also rated M as well. And, uh, yes, please. We deserve it. We need it. How you going, how you going to have somebody with, with claws and he, he only, he, he cutting people up and they, they like just spouting green spouting rainbow what how does that no no i want i want heads being decapitated i want some gashes i want i want like shoot i mean if you could do it uh i want some intestines you know you do a execution or something you like poke them in the in the stomach right then pull it out and then oh shit i got oh and you know this will be genuinely uh, Logan's reaction. Oh, damn. And <laughs> okay. Not with the, you know, he's, you know what I mean? Oh, damn. And then like, then all the, all the damn, um, you know, Oh, <laughs> he just fall. And they're like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I need. <laughs> that's what I need. So, <laughs> Oh, damn. Um, I mean, Hey, I'd like it. I'm not sure everybody else would like it, but I mean, I think that's a, I think that's an essential one. Um, of course we know, what was it? Logan, which was, you know, famously uh, rated M. I think one of the first, not necessarily one of the first, I think maybe that went to blade, but one of the, maybe after blade, one of the other first rated M, uh, well, I guess because technically they were with Fox at the time, but I mean, still because it was under Marvel, but either way, um, at least the, the most notable rated M Marvel film probably since, um, did Deadpool come out before that? Either way, one of the very few rated M Marvel movies. So let's, let's translate that into, uh, into uh, the MCU, or I mean, uh, what is it called? I guess would it be called the MG M MGU Marvel G- Marvel uh, Marvel Game Universe doesn't doesn't have a as much of a ring to it as a MCU. But hey, you know, I hear there's that that's actually a rumor that uh, this Logan game as well as the um, the Spider Man game we'll talk about. Uh, is also in the same universe, um, apparently, but we'll see, we'll see if that's actually going to be an ongoing theme or, you know, even be it to the grand scale and like, you know, immaculate, uh, implementation that, that was the MCU. Um, you know, that's, I guess that's to be determined, uh, to (laughs) that, that's still under review, but who yes wolverine game please yes i want that hey hey i'm gonna say it right now i'm gonna say it right now you you do almost any other character fuck it like fucking hulk <sighs> I've, i said punisher um 
I mean, we could we could start off with that. I mean, I'm 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 going I'm 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 going to get it. <laughs> I'm going to get it. You you at least get one <laughs> one guaranteed customer. That's that's probably not <laughs> not a uh, not necessarily good, but um, hey, you know what? Sometimes you just got to take the liberty on your own. You know what I mean? I digress. <laughs> um, also, I think it was actually right after they revealed Wolverine. Um, we also got like Spider-Man fucking two. And of course, pretty much picking up where the uh, Miles Morales game left off. Uh, you got you got Peter Parker, Spider-Man, as well as Miles Morales, Spider-Man. And, you know, they, they cooperating. I saw a co-op attack in there. They both use their webs to, to, uh, tuck, uh, what do you do? Uh, yank down this dude. Huh? Like, come on. And then of course, of course, at the end, it was like all this darkness. Um, you hear some voice like, I don't know. <laughs> I just heard mom, like, Peter Parker, uh, something like that. And then, you know, it's just darkness. It's, it's a lot of buildup too. I was like, man, uh, can we see what it is already? <laughs> and then finally, finally, like, could have been, is it, is it green goblin? Is it uh is it shocker? I mean, well, I guess uh, some of them already were made their appearance. Well, some didn't actually come to their actual villainous counterpart in at least the game universe anyway, but I digress. Um, and then, you know, it was just, uh, is it, is it Dr. Doom? Is it, is it, a, <laughs> who's probably the worst Spider-Man villain I could think of? At least I recall. Um, I'm thinking of a dude with his chair on his head, but I, I'm thinking of something else <laughs> more than likely. Um, was it fucking, fucking, um, is it a ticket man? I feel like <laughs> I'm shooting in the dark. Somebody who doesn't read comics or hasn't read uh, comics like that, at least is just familiar with the animated animated universes and the uh, um, uh, cinematic universes. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's so at some point, probably just like a one off. Uh, we probably not going to do this. Uh, a, um, <laughs> a ticket man. <laughs> oh, I'm going to give you a parking ticket. Uh, Peter Parker, uh, you, uh, double parking Peter Parker. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know why, why I went down that road, but either way, uh, to go back, uh, of course, fucking venom, venom. And I guess he's voiced by motherfucking Candyman himself, original Candyman, not, uh, uh I have a hard time pronouncing the name. Yaha, Yaha, I believe. Um, fucking, fucking original candy man. Say his name. I'm not going to do it. Say his name. Um, was it five, <sighs> three or f- damn it. Well, let me look this up real quick. <laughs> Venom voice actor. I've, uh, I haven't fully watched. I don't remember watching Candyman, but I know, like, I remember tidbits. I know he had like some bees out his mouth and, um, <laughs> if that's relevant to you, I don't know. 
Venom voice actor. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Who's uh, the original Candyman. Um, it will be voicing Venom. I'm going to try it. We are Venom. Ooh, that kind of scared me. I'm not even going to lie. Um, I like it because, you know, at least from what we stuff like what th- three to five seconds I saw in the trailer, it was like, um, yeah, you definitely got a more creepy, horrific, menacing vibe from this Venom in particular, at least going off the three to five seconds. Obviously, that's not the uh, one end all be all like, oh, man, uh, he's going to be terrifying. But I mean. You got fucking Candyman voicing, uh, voicing the damn um, Venom. I mean, <sighs> gonna be great. They didn't confirm if it's gonna be co-op. That's probably the biggest question. But they used the uh, specific um, where. <laughs> let me let me try. Let me find my my, my, my uh, what do you call it? Um, we're, we're so thrilled to continue the journey of both Peter Parker and Miles Morales in their most epic single player adventure yet coming exclusively to PlayStation five consoles in 2023. Um, it's a, that's a little bit of a bit of a bummer. If it's not going to be co-op, it would be cool if it's, it, it obviously, kind of presents itself to be co-op maybe for some story reason I could possibly see why not but oh I mean okay I guess potential speculation spoilers if maybe I for some reason call this this game's plot but if you're that I don't know personally I don't know if like if we're we're speculating I think anything is off the off the map and then it's the Surprise if it actually happens, in my opinion. But either way, a fair warning in the list. Um, I I feel like I feel like they might they could potentially pull a, a Hideo Kojima move, uh, a la Metal Gear Solid Two, where you know you know you play as maybe a cool segment where you maybe interchange between both Miles Morales and Peter Parker. And then probably at some point, maybe even early, early on in the game, they like, you know, somehow Peter Parker gets killed or something. And then like, you know, now you're actually fully the rest of the game is Miles Morales. That would be kind of I mean, I, of course, wouldn't want Peter Parker to die. But I mean, that'd be pretty, pretty dope, though. Boy, <laughs> man, it was uh, it would uh, definitely rile up some. um a uh, particular demographic, uh, not going to name any names. It would, it would rile up some people that don't generally favor, uh, certain races. Um, and if you catch my drift, but, um, <sighs> Hey, if I spoiled <laughs> quote unquote, spoiled it in advance without knowing the story or plot or just speculated. Sure. But Hey, fair warning nonetheless. Um, maybe they might have like, uh, maybe some, um, optional co-op, maybe like maybe after the game drops, they might maybe release co-op. Cause it, I mean, it's like, you got two Spider-Men 
Is it, is that the plural Spider-Man Two. If it's two, you don't need to say two, two Spider-Man, <laughs> two Spider-Mans, two Spider-Men, two Spider-Men, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. I don't know why that's, it feels so foreign to me, but either way <laughs> you get to just, um, Spider-Man two. That's crazy. Didn't think we, we'd uh, see this, especially after Wolverine. I thought like, oh, okay, we're not going to, but man, we definitely got a trailer, a uh, pretty satisfying uh, teaser, man. Um, not even a teaser a trailer. Really? It's not, not doesn't even warrant warrant. Uh, being categorized as a, as a teaser. So yes, yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm having an orgasm as I'm talking about it. We are venom. <laughs> uh, that'd be cool. It, it might actually be like some aspect. Oh, I could see it already. So there might be some aspect where maybe, you know, uh, Peter Parker gets infected with the the venom or, you know, the venom gets to him. And then, you know, your you as miles has to, you know, the ultimate test. You gotta, you gotta get rid of me. You gotta get rid of me. Uh, miles, you gotta get rid of this man. And then, you know, accidentally kills him in the process, pulls a whole, um, <laughs> uh, man, <laughs> spoilers for, I guess, um, the amazing Spider-Man two, uh, pull a, um, <laughs> uh, what you would call it? Uh, Mary, not Mary Jane. Fuck. What is her name? Gwen Stacy. I think Gwen Stacy, Gwen Stacy. <laughs> let me, uh, let me, uh, let me web you before you fall you to death, but I'm too late. Uh, broke your back. Ooh, <sighs> my bad, Peter. Uh, whew, fuck. <laughs> He has to say that in, in the, uh, in the actual, <laughs> he has to say that in the, in the actual, in the actual, like made up more than likely will never happen seen in my head, but Ooh, fuck. Sorry. Ah, sorry, Peter. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate it, but I like it. Uh, moving on. Of course, to put the damn, put the cherry on the cupcake, put the whipped cream on the frosting. Well, I mean, that's kind of redundant, but, but I mean, I ain't going to say no. <laughs> it's redundant, but I'm not going to reject it. Um, <laughs> put some whipped cream on some frosting. I mean, I mean, Hey, it's just, it's an, that's some insurance, you know, <laughs> let me stop. Um, uh, fucking putting a damn, putting, putting some cool, put, put the damn, let me stop. <laughs> I'm trying to find, um, so God of war Ragnarok. So we finally, uh, they officially confirmed the subtitle. At least that was been rumored for the longest. I think it accidentally was, I think what gave that title subtitle traction too was that it was actually in PlayStation's like, I think earnings PDF that they released, I think regarding specifically the PlayStation five, uh, where they actually had God of War Ragnarok in like the title card or something like that. I'm pretty sure we covered it. Um, but 
Yeah, so it's like that gave it traction then, at least now. At least now that seems to be ver- verified that, uh, yes, God of War Ragnarok. I want to do it. God, God of War, War Ragnarok. You got to you gotta put some grizzliness in the... <laughs> you got to make it grizzly in the subtitle. You got to. It's it's necessary. Um, Yeah, so pretty much takes place. I think they said it's about a couple of years or maybe even more. I forgot specifically. It's definitely more than two. Cause I mean, first and foremost, a uh, boy, I'm gonna just say boy has, a uh, has, a uh, is not a boy necessarily anymore. <laughs> boy is going, th- <laughs> boy is going through some puberty. <laughs> boy is going through some puberty. Um, so you have that aspect. Uh, you also got motherfucking Thor and, uh, at least as somebody who's not, uh, maybe <laughs> it's funny. My knowledge of, of mythology is generally comes from video games. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm liking this take on Thor as opposed, you know, you know, various other iterations of Thor. Um, yeah, so it seems like Thor and Freya from the from the 2018 game is gonna be the main antagonists of this uh, of this game, which I'm definitely down for. Um, yeah, man. Oh, let me do. They got the. Let me look at the trailer real quick while I'm while I'm, while I'm at it because I need to. I need to refresh. Um, ah, it's it was so good. The graphics look good, of course. Kratos got his uh got the the Norse um was it boar got got the boar uh I don't even know what you call it the boar uh boar the coat suit got the his shoulders his shoulders are warm that's that's what I, what I'm ultimately trying to say his shoulders are warm um that's all you need to know that's the most it's the most important detail. And then, of course, you know, they continue the the uh, relationship between boy and um, Kratos. And of course, I mean, it was pretty what is pretty dope is you freaking got. You got a uh, damn um, the Huskies because you you in the up north with what it seems like um, a very wintry area locale um, and you got the damn the, the huskies and you, 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 you husky it. <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, bobsledding, but I think it's different with the uh, dogs that are, you know, pulling the sled either way. You, you got all that man. Uh, the environment looks beautiful. Uh, uh, at least some of the details they said you can actually go to all the nine realms now. So I'm guessing you eventually come back to a lot of the locales from the first game, but I'm pretty sure I'll assume they're maybe drastically different in, uh, you know, uh, multiple ways. Um, and then of course, probably the locked areas, uh, are probably, you know, the new locales. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's, um, <laughs> you're going to be spoiled if you never played, if you didn't play the 2018 one for sure. But Hey, you had a uh, what four, three, three, four years. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess that should go without saying, but if you want to avoid spoilers, I would definitely avoid 
watching this trailer because you about to get spoiled. <laughs> Not explicitly, but you could put two and two together. Uh, the combat looking good. The axe is back. Uh, give it to me now. Give it to me. Oh, he punching. He punching a damn centaur, a minotaur, a minotaur. <sighs> Man, please. Oh, he can use. I didn't even pick that up. He can use his blades of chaos as well as the axe. And you also, I think the biggest revelatory moment of this is that you actually see the, uh, who's the God at, at, Atreus at Atlas. I want to say Atlas, but I'm pretty wrong. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> pretty wrong. I'm probably wrong. Um, what was it? Damn it. Bald deer. Do they have it? Is it not Aesir? I don't think it's Aesir. But basically the the god technically the the one of the or is it, would it technically be the no, I don't think it'd be the god of war for for Norse mythology. But basically the the top of the top God of North Norse myth- mythology. It uh, seems to be so. And I guess one, one notable thing is that apparently this is going to conclude the, I guess, quote unquote, um, Norse mythology, um, aspect, uh, or they, they use the terminology that highly suggests that this is going to end the Norse aspect of this game. So it seems like it's more than likely going to be a trilogy, but if, uh, what's going to happen next, I guess we'll more than likely get the obvious answer when this comes out. Um, we didn't get a release date. I don't think, um, it seems like this is definitely set to pop, <laughs> pop out the oven comma 2022. Um, it seems like that's a fairly, it feels like a fall 2022 to release if I, if I would guess, but only, uh, time will tell, but yes, yes. Give it to me. I will like it. I would like to play. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? Yes. Would you like to play? Yes, please. Thank you very much. Um, was there anything else I missed specifically? I mean, what we, yeah, I think that's pretty much a good gist without trying to, trying to spoil the trailer too much, even though, you know, again, um, but yeah, that pretty much concluded the, uh, what was it called? PlayStation showcase. Um, there's probably some, some other games I skipped, but that was, I think, I guess to get back to like, kind of, I guess, if I could grade this, uh, conference, it, it, it seemed to be a lot of repetition of stuff we've seen, um, from, uh, E3 slash summer games fest this past year. So that's uh, my biggest issue. Cause like we literally saw like a whole guardians of the galaxy trailer that they went into like excruciating unnecessary detail at the, at the, um, 
Ubisoft. I think it was the Ubisoft. Pre- or was it the Square? I think it was Square Enix. The Square Enix Direct um, video, whatever you call it. Um, they they showed a different trailer, but still, it's like okay we get it. I mean, do you, would you, I guess you really want to show this, but all right. Um, yeah, there was just a lot of that. They're like, Oh, okay. I already, we already saw this. All right. Okay. Um, that's probably my only, yeah. My only, uh, issue with this showing is that they just showed a, a lot of stuff that we already knew about, especially considering the time gap between, this, uh, showing an E3, uh, E3 game fest, you know, um, if, if maybe they were closer together, I probably maybe wouldn't be as stringent in terms of like, I guess, grading it, but that, that was a somewhat of a a detriment for me personally. But I mean, I get the pacing. You have to kind of put in some of that here and there, but it felt like it could have been, could have been knocked back a bit personally as somebody who, um, I don't know. Well, I mean, of course, if you never haven't watched any of the other E3 stuff, E3 Game Fest stuff, then, you know, I mean, wouldn't be as big of a issue, but at least personally that, uh, knocked it down a bit, but there was some games that we did see. So I, I, uh, that I was surprised for, of course. So all that in mind, I would give it a, give it a solid B solid B. We, we got God of War. That was probably the big one. I was like, uh, if you don't got God of War, uh, and then of course the delightful, very welcome surprises of, um, um, Wolverine, Wolverine, Spider-Man to Alan Wake, even though technically that was kind of ruined, um, before, um, Old Republic, which, uh, that was surprising as somebody who hasn't played that. So, I mean, it, it was definitely a lot to like and appreciate, um, for this, um, you know, show. So, um, kind of sad. We didn't, uh, we didn't see uh last of us part two, uh, either the factions multiplayer or like, uh, I think it's inevitable at this point, a director's cut, but maybe that's, it'll be some other event or, you know, come out on its own or be safe or something else. Um, <laughs> uh, part of me wanted Resident Evil to uh, at least Capcom to make some appearance, but it did seem like a lot of this had was very much PlayStation um, focused in terms of the PlayStation's uh, exclusive studios and stuff. Um, but then again, I I, for, I keep forgetting that we do have a Tokyo Game Show coming up too, like a week or two from now. So I mean. I, I assume a lot of stuff that, uh, we would like to have seen, um, may potentially show up there instead, at least specifically like Square Enix's stuff, like outside of Forspoken, but, uh, I keep going back and forth, but of course I want to see Final Fantasy remake, Final Fantasy seven remake part two, but a part of me thinks we're going to see Final Fantasy 16 before final fantasy seven part two. Um, I mean, you never know. Um, resident evil didn't see anything resident evil or Capcom related, like I said, but, uh, 
would have loved to see that. I mean, I think I, <laughs> I think as always, <laughs> I put my expectations a little too high as usual. But you know what? Hey, if you you ain't dreaming, you ain't scheming. That's what I. That's what they say. I don't know who I got that from. Um, yeah. Overall, satisfied. Again, my expectations were were uh, unrealistically high, so I'm trying to factor that into the equation. But um, yeah, all in all, Sony did it. <laughs> Sony did it. Everybody can stop now. That's that's how it works, right? Sony did it, so everybody has to stop. That's clearly, clearly how it works. Uh, keeping the Sony train going. Chee <laughs> Um, regarding uh, Horizon Forbidden West, I think we talked about it last episode, but. Uh, at least an update regarding that scenario, specifically regarding, maybe we did either way to explain the story, um, for horizon forbidden West. It, uh, <laughs> uh, of course, keeping the tradition of overly complicate, <laughs> I can't even say it because it is overly complicating, uh, um, <laughs> just consumer purchasing really of, of content of whatever you want to play. Um, you know, Sony just, just won't, won't stop. So basically, uh, horizon forbidden West in terms of people who specifically for people who want to, you know, obviously with the crazy times we're in with the PlayStation fives, uh, scarcity and bots and all that crap. Um, where, you know, it's not guaranteed that people are going to get a PS five. Uh, so one would think that, you know, especially if horizon forbidden West is coming out on PS four and PS five, that there would be a simple upgrade path where like, Hey, get, get a horizon for PS four. And when I do eventually get a PS five, simply upgrade or whatever, um, $10 for free, which it should technically be, uh, but you know, <laughs> at least to start the trend horizon, uh, I'm mean, not necessarily there. I, I, I'm pretty certain it probably isn't their fault directly, but, uh, at least associated parties with them, um, uh, making it way difficult that basically you have to get, you have to get the horizon forbidden West launch or collector's edition to actually get the, uh, and then they, then they, then they using weird terminology on top of that. But basically you would have to get either the upgraded edition, which I think is like $80 over the like standard, like regular edition price. And if you get that, you get the, um, <laughs> the new terminology they starting to use. Um, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do it. Dual, Dual entitlement. <laughs> you have to do it that you got to give it justice. Um, so yeah, with the, with the <laughs> dual entitlement, um, basically you essentially get both the PS four version and PS five digital versions of the game. Um, but 
they made it weirdly arbitrary compared to the previous games that also offered that upgrade path from PS4 to PS5. Uh, so yeah, like you, <laughs> you had to get like the 220, uh, plus digital, uh, or collector's editions to even get that it, from what I, I gathered that, uh, and then even on top of that, which is, I even have an issue with is like, if you're going to get, I think rule, the first rule of anything when it comes to anything collector's edition related or whatever. If you're going to get a collector's edition, it should, it should be physical. That, that should be the, I don't know. It should be in some like, I don't know, hierarchy or rules or whatever, but of course they, it's not, it's, it's digital only, but I mean, but, but you get the dual entitlement of, of, uh, both digital PS4 and PS5 versions. So either way, uh, because that clearly was dumb, they did back down on it. <laughs> and of course it, it never fails. It's like, um, guys, <laughs> we've heard you. <laughs> we have, uh, went back on our, uh, the, I forgot they said specifically. Oh yeah. They, they use some very snarky PR talk to try to mask the bullshit. But either way, it was like, um, <laughs> guys <laughs> Thursday was to be a celebration of horizon forbidden West. Like, like you're guilting people for, okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, Thursday was, was to be, was to be a celebration for horizon forbidden West and the amazing team at gorilla working to deliver it on February 18th, 2022. However, it's abundantly clear that the, the offerings we confirmed in our pre-order kickoff missed the mark. Last year, we made a commitment to deliver free upgrades for our cross-gen launch titles, which included Horizon Forbidden West. While the pandemic's profound impact pushed for Forbidden West out of the launch window we initially envisioned, we will stand by our offer. Players who purchase Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation 4 will be able to upgrade to the PlayStation 5 version for free. <laughs> Guys, we've heard you. <sighs> uh, just to, just starting off on that 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 remark. It's like uh <laughs> the fact that they considered to be a celebration of Horizon Forbidden West uh to make us feel guilty about our our entitlement um not not their terminology dual entitlement but um the uh yeah that like <laughs> we're the shitty people for wanting uh how you know one what we deserve in terms of this whole process and especially considering that you can't just up and get a PlayStation 5 to begin with so um, with that being said, and, you know, consider they also said that <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, well, nobody can have it, um, that <laughs> basically going forward, uh, PlayStation five PlayStation four to PlayStation five upgrades will no longer be a thing or something like that. 
um, specifically. So they're like, <laughs> if you guys won't shut up, we'll make you shut up. Yeah. Okay. So this is what they say specifically. So I also want to confirm today that moving forward, <laughs> this vote thoroughness in that PlayStation first party exclusive cross gen titles newly releasing on PS4 and PS5, both digital and physical will offer a $10 US USD digital upgrade option from PS4 to PS5. This will, this will apply to the next God of War and Gran Turismo seven and any other exclusive cross gen PS4 and PS5 title published by S I E Sony interactive entertainment. So <laughs> it, it seems kind of like a, uh, you know, I don't know, cover your ass and, uh, we can't have shit kind of thing <laughs> or vibe at least, but <sighs> either way, that's, uh, it's a little, a little weird, a little, little, uh, snarky, uh, commentary, but Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, also keeping in relation with PlayStation news. Um, maybe I only care, but you know what? It deserves attention. It really does. That is, uh, deep down, you know, it, you know, the game. Deep down the game from 2014 that they showed a trailer for and disappeared into obsolescence. Um, that game deep down. Um, well, <laughs> so basically this is from an interview, uh, from, from Jason Schreier with, uh, Sean Layden, who's the former, uh, CE, CEO of, uh, PlayStation, um, or their division specifically, but in regards to, uh, basically <laughs> straight up asking him, uh, what happened to deep down? And he said he has no idea. So, I mean, for the, maybe just me, that was very, you know, vetting for deep down. Um, well, it is not looking bright. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just the thing where it hasn't been canceled, but it's still in that weird purgatory of, Maybe it could be a thing one day or like 20 years from now, but, or maybe it probably might, <laughs> to be honest, it more than likely could potentially be like uh dragon's dogma, but like kind of revamped or, you know, maybe a, a sub, um, uh, spinoff of dragon's dogma or something like dragon's dogma deep down something like, I don't know. Um, so I'm sorry. I just, uh, I needed that closure that, I mean, it's not even closed to be honest. It's still open. It's still open, but you know what? <laughs> I'm going to keep this heart open. <laughs> I'm going to keep this heart open for you. Deep down. It, lo it, it was a really cool game and especially, yeah, at least the coming PlayStation five, it would be pretty cool, but I don't know. Seems like, uh, we won't be hearing anything about that anytime soon. So, uh, and then also in, um, I guess rare, well, it's technically gamer related in my opinion, 
but um earlier today as well we uh got the earlier today we got the uh matrix revolutions or resurrections resurrections oh my god I can't even do it the matrix fuck (laughs) that's it the matrix fuck there you go um I don't know what that looks like but uh, (laughs) the matrix uh resurrections so basically this is the fourth matrix movie um basically it's uh it's a lot of questions. It definitely, the, the trailer leaves a lot of breadcrumbs in terms of like, you know, speculations and conspiracy theories, especially on top of like this whole movie being about, you know, like a very, uh, philosophical, um, undertones, um, really essentially the, a pretty big, like underlying angle of the plot and at least pretty much the whole, trilogy as far as we knew but uh now it's it's just a lot of uh i mean you got you got keanu reeves i mean <laughs> if we if we be honest i think it's a pretty common consensus that uh <laughs> john wick as keanu as john wick as neo john wick is neo uh so that what that what that means is um <laughs> Technically, uh, John Wick is canon. Um, they won't say it, but clearly it is. But no. Um, and then you got uh, that the Candyman, new Candyman dude, Yaha. Uh, <laughs> I, I keep forgetting he played. Um, I don't want to spoil it because it's it's is you should watch it. But that one Black Mirror episode, it is really good. It is <laughs> it is it is fucking crazy. But in the in a in a very weird in a good way, I guess weird. If that makes sense, I don't know, but either way. Um, so Yaha, I think is Morpheus, but you know, of course it seems like the matrix has the best excuse for like recasting characters. What did they, they recasted tank. I think they recasted somebody else. I can't remember. Um, so at least now they probably could, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did recast, um, Morpheus as Yaha. Um, of course I personally would prefer Morpheus, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, but I mean, I'm a, I'm a still watch it. I'm, I'm being semi-critical, but I mean, I'm a still watch it. Uh, don't even, don't even give it twisted. The matrix, the original matrix was definitely one of my, still one of my favorite movies of all time. So, um, to, for me to not even give it a chance, that's just, what am I even doing? What am I in the matrix? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Very interesting. I'm very curious of, uh, what they're going to do, how this movie is going to pan out. I've heard like rumors that, uh, uh, or speculations either or of that this potentially could be, um, kind of a satire of remakes in of themselves in some way, which I think if any, any media could do it, I think it definitely could be, uh, the matrix that (laughs) probably makes the most sense in a lot of ways in terms of depending on how they, um, (laughs) how they, um, angle it, I guess. So, um, yeah, we'll see, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. 
Christmas, Christmas is going to be great. Christmas is going to be great. I'm going to be in the matrix. I'm already in the matrix, but then I'll get, I get a reminder. I'm in the matrix, but then I'm like, Oh, but I'm in the matrix. I don't know. You know, no, you don't. Um, (laughs) yeah, with all that being said, that concludes the news for this week. Um, moving on to what I've been playing, um, specifically that has been, um, no more heroes three. Actually, I've been playing. I finished up a lot of stuff to, uh, fully a hundred. Well, I guess quote unquote, a hundred percent it, but, um, it was a lot of, uh, side missions. I, uh, skipped playing the main story that I at least overlooked and just want to get everything out of the story and, uh, fully play that game to, uh, completion. At least what I felt like. Um, yeah, I, uh, I did. It was a lot of, a lot of cool, fun stuff. Uh, fun decisions in terms of enemies and placements and layouts. Um, it, it is pretty cool. It does actually add a lot of content that at least I overlooked previously to the game. Um, and of course with the fun combat of, uh, no more heroes three, it, um, definitely made it, uh, more, all the more fun. Um, if I, if I, if I could be Frank, um, I think I missed some of these random missions, but I was like, uh, it's not that big of a deal. It didn't, you didn't get anything for doing everything. So it's like, eh, I'm not, <laughs> if I don't get anything more, wow, why am I going to do it? So, uh, and then also cleared up some of the remaining, um, uh, side jobs, uh, volunteer missions as well. So that was also missing. And, uh, it's weird. The game doesn't tell you if there's more new missions available. So at least in my head, I thought those missions were all done and I did, I maxed out everything, but I think they locked them until you got to a certain point in the game. And then after that, then they, then they unlocked more options for you or something like that. So it's good. It's good. If you like slash them, slash them up, beat them ups. I'm going to keep recommending it. Um, no more heroes three. Yes. Yes. Um, what else? Also, uh, played Splitgate. Of course, that <laughs> I I, I uh, come to that game every now and then, and every time I just thoroughly thoroughly enjoy it, and that's what I did with Splitgate. I had like a good session, maybe like four, four or five matches, and uh, man, it's just. I, I still have that underlying speculation that I'm, I am like, I am not, what's the word? I am, I don't even know. I'm like that. Are, are those really bots? I don't know. It just something feels weird. <laughs> still, I still have not like further, you know, did research on it and whatnot, but I still, uh, speculate that, I don't know, just something doesn't feel right. I, I, I know I'm a good, uh, you know, player when it comes to shooters, but I don't know. I feel like they could be trying harder. I don't know. It feels like, uh, especially for mouse, mouse and keyboard players specifically. It's like, I don't know. Maybe it's just a lot of 
players of, of not a, then I'm playing casual. So I don't know, like the pool is maybe different in that like there isn't any light matchmaking to an extent where like, you know, or skill-based matchmaking where they like at least cut you off from people that are like obviously no vice and like this is their first time playing the game, let alone maybe like playing a first person shooter or whatever. So, um, then after that, um, of course, <laughs> probably the game I've been playing the most, um, over this, uh, past Labor Day weekend. Hope, hope, uh, everybody did have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. I forgot about that, but, um, <sighs> Persona five Royale, man. Uh, I know I'm late. <laughs> I'm late to the party, but, uh, Hey, I'm here though. And I, I'm, I'm here to stay <laughs> because man, persona five Royale is a fantastic game so far. I'm like 35 hours in technically 40. I guess we'll get into that too. Um, but basically the general plot is that you're this, uh, supposed like delinquent, um, that, uh, you know, is further to be discovered in the story that, um, got in trouble with the police in terms of like, uh, getting into an issue with somebody else in the, um, in the story. Uh, and that's basically how you get in trouble. And it's, it's, it's a lot of unexplained stuff that I'm still trying to find out as of yet, but I have not or yet to find out either way. So, um, with all that in mind, um, you know, you, uh, basically pretty much start again, uh, in terms of like being a high school kid, uh, I believe high school, pretty sure high school. And I, I forgot that like Japanese schools structure is kind of different, but it seems fairly close to high school or at least in, in the, the United States. But either way, um, you're what I, I assume is high school. I don't think they ever necessarily explicitly state your age in, in the, in yet in the, in the, in the, um, I think they keep it weirdly, maybe intentionally ambiguous, but either way, you're essentially set in a high school. That's, I'd say that's generally the main, I guess, hub in terms of like, I don't know where a lot of the, <laughs> I dare I say, uh, T T happens and, and whatnot, but overall it's, um, essentially, uh, it's just a lot. It's a lot <laughs> to be honest. The uh, the story's a lot and everything, but, um, I don't know where I can, it's, it's, it's kind of, a. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like you're in high school. Um, but you know, you're, you're interacting with like a lot of the characters who eventually become a part of your team, of course. And, uh, then it revolves around this whole plot of, uh, your persona, which is basically, uh, I'm assuming it's a, you know, more deeper meaning for other things. But I mean, I think you can technically under, uh, read between the lines specifically for that as well. But basically you get these powers to go to this alternate universe that kind of seems like, I guess the best way to kind of compare it is to like the, <laughs> I guess really the upside down world to some extent, um, where it's just the alternate universe is uh universe where it's not reality, but it, 
that some things manifest from this world to reality. It's, it's a deep story. It's really deep. It's a lot of lines of text. Um, it's a meaty RPG, JRPG. Um, I think, I think if, if, if you're like, uh, what is it? Critical path in it. If you, if, if your critical path in it is like 90 hours, but I mean, Hey, you know what? I mean, they say it in the game too. take your time, take your time, which is what I'm going to do. So <laughs> I'll be like 60, 60 by the time the game's over. But, um, no, I'm really enjoying it. Um, uh, the gameplay is really good. It's a lot of social sim elements to it where you're like, uh, incentivized to improve and build your relationships with, with, uh, various people in the game. And when you do that, you do get a lot of buffs and, um, perks in various aspects of the game, uh, in the combat, as well as like the real world that also benefits you as well. So I'm really enjoying it. It's a lot of very like unexpected stuff that they're touching on, like suicide, statutory rape. Um, fuck. Um, yeah, that's pretty much at least so far. (laughs) That's so far. That's what 30, 40 hours in. So, um, yeah, let me, let me talk about the damn scenario I ran into though. Um, at least specifically in regards to, uh, doing a specific dungeon. Um, so basically how the, 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 the loop, I guess, of the game works is that you, um, pretty much live day, day to day in terms of, uh, uh, organized schedules, like each day goes by and, you know, you have a dedicated HUD that shows like what day and month it is. And, you know, kind of like Pokemon, the newer Pokemon games that determines like seasonal things that happen and a lot of other various underlying conditions and stuff like that. But at least the general loop of the game is that it's, uh, basically a day-to-day schedule and there's some like moments in the game where you have to meet a specific deadline. Um, and if you don't meet that deadline, it's game over. (laughs) So, and if it's game over, you kind of, it depends on your situation, but they'll let you rewind the game uh, a week after after you get a game over. But in a lot of instances, that's a huge ass setback. So you never want to miss a deadline um, when it comes to that. So with that in mind, um, basically, at least not, this is my first time playing a Persona game. Um, so basically it was a deadline to basically uh, infiltrate the palace. Um, I think it's the general layout for a lot of the enemies or plot points. I don't want to necessarily spoil much, but there's, uh, you basically have to infiltrate a palace and, uh, you have to secure an escape route. When you, uh, secure an escape route, you can then, you can then, uh, return back to your real world to then give like a, a character, a card to, um, uh, solidify, um, this like abstracted, um, prize more or less. And then, uh, steal it, uh, treasure and steal it basically. And basically that whole like timeline takes 
uh, roughly three days, really. But the game doesn't necessarily tell you that. They just give you a countdown. They do warn you that if you miss the deadline, that you know it'll be game over, and you do get a countdown on the opposite side of the screen telling you, you know, you have so many days until you this happens, and you know, technically, be game over. So, at least first off, me having somewhat of a loose like knowledge of that. I'm like, okay, I could just do whatever. And, um, you know, <laughs> basically procrastinate until like the final day and I'd be good. And I thought also that came into play in terms of specifically with a game where, where you can, I don't know how to describe it where you can, um, what am I trying to say? I guess where you will be penalized for, um, doing this palace early. So at least in my head, that was my mindset. Like, uh, I guess you might get penalized and missed out, miss out on some aspects of the game. If you do this early, um, at least not knowing how that workflow of a loop of the game works. But, um, basically that bit me in the ass real hard <laughs> because, uh, at least over the Labor Day weekend, um, I had like, was it two, two, three days left? I think probably less than that, probably like two days left. I want to say, and I was like, okay, all right. I did everything I needed to mind you. The, uh, a lot of the other stuff is really good too, but either way, um, I was like, okay, let me finally do this palace. Cause I felt like I need to get prepared and ready, um, to, you know, not be set up for failure more or less. And <sighs> essentially did that. And, uh, basically because, um, how the palaces are structured, there's like a lot of levels to it. And generally it kind of makes it set up. Like you should probably take breaks at certain points in the palace where you can go back to the real world and, you know, recover your HP SP, uh, you know, magic and health and get back into the game. Um, but uh, I didn't have the luxury of doing that because when you do leave the, the, what do they call it? The, they called it the Metroverse or Metro Metroverse, something like that, where if you leave the Metroverse, you skip a day or you lose a day, essentially, if you didn't complete the objective. So technically I was basically set up where I had to go through the whole palace in like one fell swoop, uh, you know, uh, do or die basically. So with that in mind, uh, not knowing that basically at the minimum, I essentially, you essentially need three days to get past whatever element of the game. So I didn't know that. So then I wasted, I played like a good five or so hours doing this palace. And then, um, come to find out, uh, I realized after the fact that like, basically I, I put myself in a position where I don't have enough time to actually beat, uh, or meet the requirements or beat the deadline that the game sets. So basically <laughs> literally wasted five, five hours of my life playing this game that I'll never get back because I'm in a, in a predetermined game, uh, game over loop that I had to basically rectify by reverting to a previous save. I had that had enough time for me to actually beat the, um, actually beat the, the deadline that the game had set. So man, that was like one of my, uh, most heated moments where I was just 
could only, well, I was kind of partially blaming the game to some extent because I felt like they could have, I wouldn't have been as mad if they told you to reset and you still could keep all your XP, XP money, weapons and stuff like that. But the fact that you can't and they just literally just revert you back. I think they kind of more or less. Well, maybe they don't. I thought they reverted you to a save that was closest to that, but I don't think they did. They just literally revert you back a week. But yeah, the biggest crushing moment is that the fact that they, they literally um, any progress you made, like getting to certain points where like they're essentially checkpoints where, you know, in the event like this happened, where if they reverted me to a week before and I got to back to where I was, I could just literally just go all the way back to the end and, you know, skip a lot of time, which again, I would have took as well. But <laughs> for someone's like, uh, uh-uh, no, it doesn't work like that. Mm, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we can't do that for you. Sorry. So <sighs> I was heartbroken at that moment. I definitely wanted to drop the game all together, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> I already invested all this time. I might as well. I might as well just go through with it. So, uh, and I'm glad I did. At least it was it was a mistake um, of me not really understanding the mechanics and the significance and consequences of not meeting that deadline. Even though I feel like they could have been more clear about the deadline in terms of like, it, technically you don't have one day. You need like at minimum three days. Like. And the game kind of subtly hints that at you with like uh, constantly like the characters in the game reminding you, hey, you want to do this palace and finish it? We only have so many days to complete it. But (laughs) to be honest, I was just like, hey, man, let me just uh, I'm just trying to read my books and get some knowledge points and stuff like that. That's another aspect, too, where they definitely like uh, emphasize a lot on like there's various aspects for you to improve, like, like charm, kindness, uh, charm, kindness, guts, proficiency, and and stuff like that, where there's various aspects and activities in the game you can do to actually improve that. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it's, 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 it's fun. It's, it's, it's mundane as hell. If I explain it to anybody else, but it's like when you're doing it just by yourself, it is like the most like oddly addicting thing I've ever encountered. Um, you know, uh, outside of maybe the closest thing is probably maybe red dead redemption Two, where it's just like, how can this, (laughs) this is so mundane. If like, I'm like, (laughs) like hypothetically streaming this on Twitch, but it's like fun as hell to me. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, (laughs) the more I'm thinking about it, it's, it's really hitting home, but yeah, it's a, you, uh, when you're starting out, you feel very much strapped for time in terms of the game. Cause first off you have to go to school and you pretty much the only available time you generally have is, evenings or after school to night or whatever. And if you do uh, specific events in the game, it automatically will progress the, um, the time, um, to night, uh, most often. Um, but then the game progresses where, you know, you get more flexibility and more time to do stuff that you want in terms of improving yourself, I guess, ultimately, which is the more I'm thinking about it's kind of cool, but 
it it just it's it's good it's good odds it's hard to really translate <laughs> to sell people on but i mean hey if you like if you have played jrpgs rpgs in general um persona 5 man well royale specifically if you have the choice of playing persona persona 5 is the vanilla game persona 5 royale is the um uh, what I guess persona Royale plus a persona five plus, I guess, think of it as that where they added a fair amount of content, uh, new aspects to the game and like did a lot of like, I guess, patches and adjustments to various aspects of the game. Uh, at least from what I've researched, a lot of people say it's totally different from, um, the vanilla version of uh, persona five. So yeah, man, it's, I'm really thoroughly enjoying it. It's just, it's some very, very crazy, crazy shit that that's popping off in that game. That at least I wasn't expecting. And also to be in, in engulfed in a game where, you know, it's, I feel like it's very reminiscent of animes that <laughs> I guess that's kind of an anime trope where all, uh, all animes like revolve around high school to some extent. Um, obviously of course there's, you know, outliers and stuff like that, but you know, it is one anime trope that is like, <laughs> why is everything happening at high school or school or whatever? So, um, yeah, man, it's hard to describe, but I'm really enjoying it. It's, 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 it's scratching an itch. I didn't know I had, that's probably, <laughs> it's probably the best way to describe it. Scratching an itch. I did not, did, did not know I had. Uh, that I've like, it's been a while since I played a straight up RPG, uh, specifically turn-based, like I guess technically closest would be, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I, I, I even have difficulty like categorizing that because that's more action-based now and not as, um, even though you optionally can do it, but you know what I mean? So, <sighs> really good, really enjoying Persona 5 right now. I'm probably just going to play this <laughs> until uh judgment comes out later this month. Um, and, uh, damn fucking death train. I think they both come out the same damn day, but I think <laughs> literally this is probably what I'll be playing until, um, until, uh, the lost judgment comes out for sure. So give me <laughs> a little anime, uh, a golden, a golden, uh, month <laughs> as compared to golden week, golden month. But, Ah, uh, if you have not played a uh, persona game, I think persona five is definitely a very, very great in- entry point. I definitely recommend it. So, okay. Enough gushing about persona five. Cause I could be, I could keep gushing. I could, you could call, <laughs> you could call me gushers because of all this gushing I've been doing, but, uh, going into what I've been watching, um, Marvel's what if, uh, it's pretty, man, this episode, whew, this episode is literally personally one of the best episodes I've, uh, of the, of the series so far so much. I really hope they continue this episode or this, um, uh, what is it? Uh, variant, I guess world variant or whatever, because it's great. So, um, basically the plot of this episode is what if, uh, zombies infected the Marvel, uh, MCU basically. 
Uh, so basically <laughs> it's set up where there's, um, uh, zombies and like you, you see a fucking captain, uh, well, captain America, Iron Man, and you know, cap Dr. Strange all being zombies. But I guess what's throwing me off is somebody who is generally a fan of zombie movies and zombie zombie, uh, the zombie setting in general is, uh, the zombies have way more intelligence than any zombie I've seen. Like I, I understand the running zombies like, okay, all right. I get that maybe to some loose extent, but then you get like, you get, <laughs> you get a zombie Tony Stark who has his full blown iron suit, um, in the, in his blasters and he can literally use it with, you know, as if he wasn't a zombie, which is, kind of weird to me personally is like, but I mean, I get it in terms of like, you know, adding that appeal. And I guess it's, there's explanations of it. If you, you know, dive deep into the references of previous, like zombie, uh, Marvel comics and stuff where that uh, essentially everything is, is normal, except they're just undying, uh, hunger for, you know, human flesh or whatever. So I was like, okay, sure fine. But I mean, after that, it's pretty fun. <laughs> it is it is a, literally a, a Marvel zombie movie. It feels like, you know, you get the typical, you know, uh, Oh, this enemy, this person gets pulled in the dark and is getting munched on. And now he's a zombie, you know, kind of, uh, world building type of deal. And, um, yeah, <laughs> you get people that, that have been bit. Oh no, nah, he's been bit. All right, guys. Uh, you, uh, you gotta go without me. Just remember, um, have hope. You know, they do the her- heroic, uh, I'm going to sacrifice myself to save everybody else type deal. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. And then, and then the ending, uh, I don't really want to spoil it because it's, uh, it's so good, but, ah, uh, fuck. It's good. It's like, I really would like to see a follow up to, this episode. So hopefully maybe we might see one, maybe if not this season, maybe, uh, the next season, I think they did confirm that, um, another season of this is, um, at least greenlit. So yes, <laughs> give me, give me, uh, I mean, I guess it's a, it'd be a straight up spoiler. I don't really want to spoil it, but it's good. It's good. It's like, uh, I want to see what happens. Why, why, why would you do that? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, this is the best episode of what if yet personally, I I'm as a fan of zombies and of course, Marvel, um, sign me up, please give me, give me a full blown series of this episode, please. Uh, I guess speaking of, <laughs> and it was unintentional, but, um, speaking of, uh, zombie, uh, TV series, uh, walking dead, um, saw, uh, this episode and I forgot what this, yeah. So this episode was about the Reapers infiltrating and they basically disbanded a lot of the people of, of, of our group of, um, you know, the main story and basically just trials and tribulations of that, that, you know, showing Maggie, in terms of her, like, <laughs> I think she knocked this dude off a of, like a uh, 15 story stairwell and he somehow man's up. Oh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm about to come and get you. <laughs> you heard the footsteps coming back. I'm like, damn. All right. Um, 
Father Gabriel is not being such a so much of a father anymore in terms of, you know, being holy and uh, of Christianity. It's like <laughs> the, 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 the dude that was, uh, you know, got, uh, got hit and, uh, you know, is living by a strand and, you know, father Gabriel uh, sees the dude. He's like, Hey, Hey man, Hey, you a father of God, man. You wouldn't do that to me. He's like, Hey, Hey man, the father doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> Just like, out of some eighties movie type shit. And I'm, I'm all, I'm here for it. So, um, what else? Oh yeah, I mean, they killed a horse. They just slashed a horse's throat. So basically, it was a whole plot of you know, um, food getting more scarce, and them having to resort to eating horses uh, that they at least some wild horses they found. So they just had a scene of it. <laughs> hey, oh, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> just slice the damn horse's throat. I'm like, damn, they're well. I guess because you gotta eat it and preserve the, the body parts that you're going to use. So I guess that does make sense. Kind of messed up though, but you know, uh, yeah, Hey, anything, <laughs> anything to survive, you know, gotta survive. We got, we gotta survive. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. That reminds me, man. Okay. I, I, I went on a little mini rant on Twitter. Not really, but, um, okay. It's, uh, I think it's evident that, uh, the walking dead, um, I mean, for those that have like, I'm, I'm assuming pretty much 99% of, of you have tuned out of walking dead, but, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of all these big black men getting killed in walking dead. I swear. First it was T dog. Like, ah, damn it. Ah, man. Ah, he went out like a champ though, man. He went out to save us. All right. And then you got, um, Tyrese. Tyrese was probably the most the long, long going, uh, big black man in the walking dead. Uh, you know, he went out like, ah, damn, he went out and that, that shit was emotional too, man. When, how he went out too, he was like, ah, uh, we going to save you. Ty- uh, Ooh, you know, then they got this other dude. He's probably like a C tier, like actor in terms of like, uh, screen time and stuff. But you know, he had a substantial enough, uh, you know, screen presence to, uh, you know, I don't know. Keep him around or something. I mean, he's a big black man that's strong. He like budged, budged open the damn uh, train car door in the. <laughs> I'm just saying. Either way, so he got like ripped up or whatever, and he like, uh, uh, um, uh, Maggie, you just have uh the this white girl survive, Ugh. and then you know she stabs him in the head like, ah, damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Another, another big black man dead. I mean, if you black and you skinny or you, yeah, if you black and you skinny, I mean, in terms of the, <laughs> the walking dead equation, it's like uh 70% chance to live. I mean, even though that's not even guaranteed, but you know what I mean? It's like, <sighs> just one, just give me one big black man that can like, <laughs> I mean, at this point it's irrelevant now. That's <laughs> the final season, but still I'm like, <sighs> Stop killing, stop killing these black men, zombies. I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just a rant. That's just like, I mean, from a, at least from a, okay. I guess maybe if they eating a lot. Okay. But I mean, you know, these some strong dudes. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why that bothered me so much, but it did. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so <laughs> this is the most petty thing to to. to <sighs> I'm tired of all these black, black, big black men always dying in The Walking Dead. Is it stupid? <laughs> uh, let me stop. All in all, a uh, pretty good episode though. I did enjoy it. Um, yeah, man, the Reapers, the Reapers ain't playing. That's the at least the new threat in this um in this uh this uh i guess what do you even call it this season um so it's going to be interesting to see how they uh how they fare so also uh at least <laughs> uh right after last uh last episode rushed to the movie theater um being vaccinated and wear my mask um to see Shang Chi, um, and man, this is definitely—it's probably up there. Like, dare I say, top? I think you'll probably break top five. If definitely top ten, um, uh, Marvel movies for sure. Um, man, man, ugh, it's a lot to love about this movie, though. The story, the, the 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 choreography, of course, immaculate camera work all around, man. It is it is really good. It is really good. Um, don't want to spoil it, but yeah, man, it is it is really good. It also setting up, you know, uh, of course, in Marvel tradition fashion, setting up elements uh, for you know other movies. Uh, media, um, ah, it is really good. It is really good. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, as somebody who also is not familiar with Shang Chi, I think um, at least from some of the research I did after the fact, it is um, yeah, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, it's it's some it's a it's some payoffs from um uh if you watched. Definitely, if you watch previous uh, Marvel content, I don't want to say, but because um, it will be a dead giveaway. But um, yeah, man, <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm glad I glad I watched it. I uh, <laughs> glad I went to the theater, uh, you know, at, I, I, I feel like there's got to be a solution somewhere where, you know, basically, if you're wearing a mask, you get the problem where if you're wearing a mask and you have glasses on at the same time, you know, you get the damn fog in your glasses. So <laughs> I'm in the theater looking like an idiot, a doofus. I'm just like, I had to do, use, do a trick with my glasses where if I, if I angle them far enough, then the hot air won't get in my glasses and then I can actually see. So, Hey, life hack for anybody that, you know, are fo- is forced to wear glasses. Luckily I'm nearsighted. So it's not as important for me. Like normally I just take my glasses off when I'm wearing my mask, but pro tip, pro tip. It's, it's not ideal, but Hey, at least you, you trying to watch a movie. <laughs> Shang Chi's kicking somebody in the <laughs> your right ear, your, uh, right ear. Um, I mean, right, uh, right lens is <laughs> it's like his foot is getting, man, did he do a frost kicker? <laughs> Was that a frosty kick? I don't know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, highly recommend Shang Chi if you have not watched it. 
Um, well, if you are able to watch it, depending on where you're at locally and, you know, various factors, I think it's coming out later on Disney plus like a month after it comes out in theaters, which I think it's fair. I thought it was just only coming out theater specifically. Um, but at least there is, they are giving you alternative where at least uh, 30, I think 30 days after the box office, it, it will also drop on Disney plus. Well, the unfortunate, you know, $30 premium. I think that's a fair balance and considering, you know, the world just being horrible and going to shit right now, but you know, so. Yeah, all that being said, man, that will conclude episode 120 switches sites. Um, uh, if you did like, like the podcast, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your respective platforms. Um, you can also catch this, uh, being recorded live on Twitch TV slash a switch on Thursday evenings. You can also catch this, um, archived on youtube.com slash a switch as well on Fridays at 8 a.m. EST, 6 a.m. PST, I think. So all in all, uh, till next time, guys, uh, get your game on. Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.